Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hi, this is Kevin Burke of Rachel's Vineyard. Welcome to this very special Holy Week edition of Oceans of Mercy. Regardless of when you view this program, every week's a Holy Week where we travel with Jesus through the Paschal Mystery of Life. In my profession as a counselor and later in Rachel's Vineyard Healing Ministry, we encounter women and men who can no longer live in denial and they're ready to face how abortion uh, has impacted their life. This requires the gift of humility and a time of vulnerability. It is what Jesus referred to as the narrow road that sadly many choose not to travel. So since this is what we ask of those that we serve, and I ask of those that I minister to, I wanna do something in that same spirit and open up my own heart and soul and a bit of my life to you. I want you to journey with me to that place where you will find my deepest longings, suffering, joy, and my strongest hope and beliefs are to be found. And where this all leads, my friends, is my passion for music and how music has touched my life and has been a creative gift I've been blessed to share with others. After this brief intro, I'll be sharing that music with all of you. Like some of you watching this, I had times of uh, trauma and upheaval in my childhood and in my adult life. One of the things that helped me to cope was having an outlet for the powerful emotions that I had through music. I was born in 1959, during the 60s and uh, into the early 70s. My older sister, Bonnie, had all the latest albums from all the latest musical groups of that time, the Beatles, Stones, Elton John, uh, Crosby, Still, Nash & Young, Zeppelin, Floyd, Motown, Rhythm and Soul, Blues. And later, I discovered the music of artists like Joni Mitchell, Genesis, Yes, uh, Pat Metheny, Steely Dan, and country artists like Allison Krauss and Union Station. From as early as I can remember, hearing and playing that music on a small phonograph, sitting on my bedroom floor at my parents' house, it was like Sir Paul McCartney said, it was a magical mystery tour. Now, later friends, I learned, as I'm sure some of you have as well, that some of the messages and lifestyles, some of the spirituality associated with that music was not always healthy. And in fact, for some, it was dangerous. But as a child, I just heard the magic of the music, the power of the words, the instrumentation, the power that it had to move me very deeply, and also uh, to provide an outlet for some really strong feelings that I had, and also an escape from some of the pain and chaos at times that was uh, happening in my life. Now, since I was a multi-sport athlete through high school, it would be many years later before at age 17, I. Uh, my senior year of high school, after the last basketball game was over and the last track meet were completed, I picked up a guitar and finally learned to play, and I've never put that guitar down. Now, many years later, I've had the opportunity to take all those musical influences and in my own humble way to develop some original songs that touch on areas of faith, healing, the true magical mystery tour, the Paschal mystery of Jesus Christ. An invaluable partner in this effort has been my colleague and friend, Henry Genaria. Henry's a semi-retired professional musician. He's a keyboard virtuoso, 
uh, but he's also proficient in other instrumentation. This made him a really valuable partner in making and producing the songs that we created. We're also part of a local trio with another dear friend uh, and a musician, Frank Hellice. Uh, our, our group's called Shabby Road, appropriately named, <laughs> that performs classic rock and folk uh, in the Philadelphia area. So let's get on to the music. This first tune is called Holy Heart and some brief background on what inspired it. Now, many Catholics, if they have any knowledge at all about past miracles associated with the Eucharist, think of them perhaps as medieval superstition, but um, maybe as a heavenly response to this growing ignorance among Catholics about the Eucharist and the real presence. In 1992, miracles associated with the Eucharist started occurring again. And between 92 and 2013, there were a series of uh, miraculous events from Buenos Aires to Pol Buenos Aires, Argentina to Poland that involved cons consecrated uh, communion hosts turning into flesh and bloody substances. So what was happening here? Here's a song and the video, Holy Heart, that inspired uh, was inspired by these miracles and the love of Christ for each one of you.
This next song was inspired by the life of Jesus, especially the final days of his suffering death and his glorious resurrection. Also, my study of the Shroud of Turin and what that revealed about the power of the resurrection definitely inspired the writing of this one. And as with all my songs, Henry's, uh, Henry Gennaria's production work and instrumentation, his percussion, keyboards, choral arrangements were an invaluable part of the creative process. Friends, I hope you enjoy Tears. Take what's wrong and make it right My soul it reaches for the light I breathe your spirit warm and free The love that made this blind man see Still I wonder in the dark Until I see a guiding star And find you crying by a tree Sweating blood and fear for me For me, for me Blood and fear for me For me Blood and fear for me Sleep in a warm cave. A light was shining from his face, from his face, from his face, shining from his face, from his face, from his face, shining from his face. Face, from his face, from his face, shining from his face. 
The dog you see at the close of some of those videos is my dog, Kramer. Uh, he was the inspiration for our website, One Ear Down, because he has one ear up <laughs> and one ear down. The song Jacob's Heart was submitted, uh, submitted to me by a father who lost a child to abortion. We took his basic tune and my producer, Henry, got behind the microphone on this one and sang lead. But let me give you some background on the song. And this is shared from the father of that child, T.R. Glass. Mr. Glass shares. In, in 1988, when I was 23 years old, I started dating Deanna, who was 20 at the time. After a few months of dating, Deanna shared that she was pregnant. I could tell she was scared. Deanna told me, I can't do this to my parents and bring shame on myself and my family. I don't want to be labeled one of those girls. I learned later that Deanna was also fearful of my reaction if she decided to go ahead with the pregnancy. Could she trust that I would be there for her? Would I abandon her as a single mom? This fear led her to see abortion as the best solution. I bought into the cultural message that it was a quote, woman's right to choose. So I needed to be supportive of her decision. We chose abortion. I was living with my parents at the time and since my early teenage years could always have Frank and open discussions with them. I told them I was going to take Deanna to get an abortion. They were stunned, silent, just like my response. They perceived the decision already to have been made, so they said nothing. A week after my son Jacob's abortion, my father said to me, you know, that was our grandchild. And my reply was, well, dad, how do you think I feel? He was my child. His words, as well as my own, stuck with me through the 13 years of depression and anger after that abortion. Deanna and I continued dating and married a year after the abortion. In early 2001, Deanna participated in an abortion healing program at a crisis pregnancy center and found healing and peace. Through God's grace and confronting and confessing her sin, she again was walking in the newness of life and found peace. And I wanted that peace. I too went through counseling and found forgiveness and grace for the grave sin I had committed. The song Jacob's Heart was written for my son uh, for his memorial service as a prayer for and to him, seeking his forgiveness and reconciliation for not acting in love, but acting in fear. Here, my friends, is this beautiful song of T.R. Glass, Jacob's Heart. How can I remember who I've never known? How can I see someone if he can't be shown, O oh Lord? Show me Jacob's heart. How can I hear someone that has never talked? How can I walk with one who has never walked, O oh Lord? Show me Jacob's heart. Let me hear the beat that I never heard. Let me hold his hand, hear his first word. Don't want to think about how 
I'm sorry for doing what I've done For taking the life of my firstborn son Oh Lord Show me Jacob's heart Please forgive them, Father They know not what they do I hope this was Jacob's prayer too Oh Lord Show me Jacob's heart Let me hear the sound Of laughing in my ears The playing of the games The drying of the tears I don't want to remember Turning him away I don't want to forget What I long to hear him say Oh Lord Show me Jacob's heart Now a very special song I want to share with you. It's about our spiritual mother in faith, Mary of Nazareth, the mother of Jesus. Through her apparitions at Guadalupe, Fatima, and influencing me personally, Medjugorje especially, she's been very influential in my life and in my faith development, especially at those uh, times of upheaval and confusion and pain I have a deep affection and love for her. In many ways, I could say that she has given birth in me to a deeper faith in her son, a deeper, more intimate relationship with her son, Jesus. So this song is my own humble attempt to honor her and to share that love for her with all of you. Here is a song called simply, Mary.
child You held close to your heart A sacrifice of love For a human family So broken and lost You wailed in desperation As he shed his blood And gave us his all One of the unique things about Rachel's Vineyard Ministry uh, and my, that uh, my wife, Teresa, developed the Rachel's Vineyard program as, as from the beginning, really, it was open not only to women who had experienced abortion, but also to um, couples, to men, to those who were accomplices in some way in an abortion decision, participated, drove someone to the center, helped pay for it, didn't speak up when they were uh, like myself, when they were informed of a, of, a, of a, a friend or relative's abortion, didn't say anything, were silent. So we have all kinds of people coming in the retreats. And as some of the first few retreats I attended to learn about the process, there were providentially, I think, not only men, but there were couples. And so I had a real close up look at how abortion impacts a relationship over time whether they shared that abortion and they're perhaps in their dating or engagement or when they were first married or only one of the partners had an abortion it, it it really didn't matter because that still impacted their communication their trust their their sexual intimacy their emotional intimacy i also saw the great and wonderful fruits of the healing process for those couples so this final song is a compilation of a number of different couples uh, this kind of tells their story, and it's called Looking Back.
just a bunch of cells, nothing more. We know now that's a lie. This forbidden grief it tears us apart. Na 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 na. We need to love back and make peace with our past. Na 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 na. I hope you've enjoyed this compilation of music today, friends. It's, it's been such a blessing to share it with you. If you notice, the final song was a little nod to Paul McCartney there with the na-na-nas. You Beatle fans will recognize that. If anyone watching this has been touched by abortion, you can go to abortionforgiveness.com and you'll find Rachel's Vineyard and other healing resources in your area. Please share this uh, music video with your friend. Uh, with anyone that you think would be touched by the message. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Take care. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.